made it to another week of the show. Welcome, everybody. I'm always so happy that you're here, but today I'm extra, extra grateful that you're here because I have been craving recording time. I have had, I think, two or three weeks off of therapy, which is two or three weeks too many. And I am very grateful that I can come open up to the mic today, share some fun things we're going to be talking about, three ways you can get to know yourself today, and how to just have a better relationship with yourself. And I'm coming from a place where I have not always had an amazing relationship with myself, but I am certainly actively working on it. And I think that there's a really cool person inside of all of us, and we should definitely take the time to get to know them. There are times in our life where we are the only ones standing in our corner, and it's great if we can be our own biggest supporter, as cheesy as that sounds. I have so many beautiful people in my life who I love, and I feel love from them, but at the end of the day, it's it's more than empowering to love yourself. It's life-changing to truly accept who you are and to love yourself unconditionally. It helps when you have moments of doubt or when you're feeling extra stressed, or even when you're feeling lonely, because you can certainly feel lonely in a crowd of people. I have been there. So we're going to try to list off some affordable, simple things you can start doing today, if not tomorrow, to get to know yourself a little bit better and to just become good friends with yourself. And I think step one to creating a relationship with yourself is to start asking yourself, what things are you doing simply for pleasure? And are you doing these things because they are enjoyable or because we were taught we should do these things or we should feel this way? And I listened to the most amazing podcast over the last several days because it's a two-part episode of We Can Do Hard Things with Dr. Lori Brado. If you are a female looking to start just (laughs) experiencing more joy and pleasure in your life, um, I would definitely go check out those two episodes for sure. But kind of my journey of reestablishing who I am. There's a lot of unlearning that's going to come with this very first step. I had not asked myself, I mean, what I liked to wear, what I liked to eat, what I liked to do until I was 20 or 21 years old. I was truly going through the motions of, well, you know, most people dress like this. Most people talk like this. Most people enjoy this type of music. I was not even asking myself. I was blindly following whatever directions or 
commands I was given. I was just literally obediently, I don't know, following what I thought I was supposed to do. I didn't even think I had a choice to ask myself, Claire, what do you want to wear today? Or Claire, what do you feel like doing today? I call myself a recovering people pleaser, which I know people might have heard that term before, but it is really true because I went so far to please other people that I became a shell of myself and there was nothing inside of me and I was simply operating for others in relationships, in school, in work, social settings. Any, if anybody needed anything done, I would do it. If someone said jump, I would say how high. <laughs> it's sad that I operated that way for so long um, and that I didn't think that I could even ask myself what I wanted to live for. I don't fully know the root of how that all began, but I'm starting to think for myself more and act for myself and make decisions that are good for me. And with all of that, I have become to learn more about myself and what is right for me. And I encourage you guys to start asking yourself those questions too. And simply asking yourself Do I enjoy this? I know it sounds very basic, um, but the next time you're at a party or with friends or out doing something with whomever, whenever, ask yourself, do I really want to be here? Is this really what I want to be doing with my time? As soon as I started asking myself that question, I realized I was doing a lot of things that I did not want to do. And it terrified me to think, what have I been doing literally my entire life? That is, we have to acknowledge, this is a scary question and a scary first step to take if you are like me and you have just been going through the motions. And you might not even know you're going through the motions. That's the even scarier part is facing the reality of, have I been living my life for others for as long as I've been on earth? It's crazy to think about and I don't, yeah, I don't even know the first time I asked myself that question. Maybe it was 2021. Maybe I, I'm not even sure. Not too long ago, I can tell you that much. And the process of unlearning very small things that I thought I was supposed to do, as simple as you know, straightening my hair this specific way or ordering this type of drink when I go out or talking a certain way. I, we had this conversation the other day. I I was told my, um, what is it? My customer service voice (laughs) arrives when I come on the podcast and I don't even mean (laughs) to do that. And I was actually glad that was pointed out because I'm like, well, this is great because I'm going to do an episode on ways to get to know yourself and, you know, how to have a relationship with yourself. And that starts with honesty. And I asked myself, okay, why am I having a customer service voice on my podcast unintentionally? And I think it's because as a female, I feel like nobody's going to listen to me. 
If I don't raise my voice up really high and sound really excited, if I'm not doing that, I have a much more neutral, lower voice. And to me, I normally try to talk like this. I mean, certainly I have enthusiasm and whatnot in in my conversation in everyday life, but asking yourself to just asking why am I using a customer service voice was a very small thing that I that I had to acknowledge and realize I'm not being true to myself because now I'm also pretending to talk a certain way. That is how far my people-pleasing has gone. I don't know if other females can relate to the customer service voice thing or males or any gender or any listener out there. It's hard, the masks and things that we have to put on to feel accepted. And the root of, I said this last night, the root of a lot of my problems is the patriarchy and unrealistic standards and unrealistic mindsets that have been put out there that are very toxic, unfortunately, and just really unattainable for most people to achieve. And that is why I find it enlightening in most everyday situations multiple times a day to say, Claire, Are you simply enjoying what you're doing and experiencing pleasure right now because you want to be here? Or are you doing this for someone else? Or are you doing this to get a picture? Or or are you doing this to fulfill the standards of somebody else? So step one (laughs) is asking yourself those questions. The second thing I suggest is read or listen to any type of book you want. I use the Libby app. It's a free app that you can hook up with any public library card. So even if you're unable to make it to the library, you are still able to get access to a library card and create a free account. And you can get free audiobooks and you can get free PDF books if you're someone who likes to read on your phone or on a computer. Um, that's an option, but I really like to do the audiobooks. And I was very surprised how in touch I became with my inner monologue, old interests, passions, and a variety of emotions and feelings when I picked up reading again. I know maybe physically reading a book is not for everybody. Um, Sometimes I am extremely into reading like a paperback book, but other times I would rather be habit stacking and walk and listen to a book at the same time or do chores and listen to a book at the same time or drive somewhere and have an audiobook playing. So that's why the Libby the Libby app is a really great free and accessible opportunity to learn. And I had to do some more unlearning <laughs> because I'm pretty sure at some point in our life most of us were forced to read a variety of books that we didn't really feel interested in and then we had to analyze it and then we had to write about it and that took away my love for reading, period. 
but this whole world of unaccessed knowledge and beauty was available and I was able to tap back into it once I started reading again or listening to audiobooks again. I remember being a kid and I I enjoyed reading and I guess it was around middle school or high school where I really started to despise it because I have somewhat of a processing disorder so it takes me a lot longer to read normally and I'm rereading the same paragraph 15 times before I can move on even if I'm interested in the book but Being able to read at my own speed or listen at my own pace was so, it was more than empowering. It was just life-changing. You are choosing to participate in an activity alone at your own speed, at your own pace. There's no rules. There's no somebody pointing at you saying, you must finish this book by June 20th. Like there's no deadline. It's just you and the book. And the opportunity to explore different genres. Are you looking to be entertained? Are you looking to dive into a fantasy world and escape reality temporarily? Are you looking to learn about history? Are you looking for whatever? There's so many different books out there. And I just I love books, so I really wanted to share that free app with you guys. And if there's any other apps that you guys know of, please send them my way and I'll be sure to post them along with the Libby app or share them somehow with all of my followers because I am one for free resources. Thank you very much. (laughs) And the other good thing about reading or audiobooks, or even if you were listening to a freaking podcast like this one, it's time for you where you can sit with your thoughts before or after listening and reading, even if it's a few minutes. That right there in a nutshell is a great opportunity for you to get to know yourself and reflect because then you are taking context or information out in the world and connecting it to your personal life and creating those connections and those bonds right there. And to me, that is a strong way to build your relationship with yourself. For example, if you are wanting to build a relationship with somebody else, you would certainly want to learn information about them, have more conversations with them, actively listen. So I certainly think that all ties together and reading can inspire you to try different hobbies or different activities. I think last summer I picked up a book on all the seashells you can find in North Carolina. And anytime I went to the beach, I was comparing things to the book that I read and taking pictures and it was just something fun even if you do it one time or even if you never do it at all. If you pick up a book on pottery and you never actually try pottery, that's awesome! You have permission to do that! That's (laughs) a-okay! Books are lovely and we should have the right to have a small amount of time with our own thoughts and with ourselves and to enjoy that time. Running back to the first thing we need to do is do we actually enjoy this? If you are someone who despises books, don't read. You don't have to. If you would rather watch a show or 
listen to a YouTube video or get your news and information from social media, go for it. Go for it if that's what works for you. And number three, the other thing that I wanted to share um, that I think is really great to do is thinking about things that your younger self or your childhood self would have loved to do. If you loved going to the park when you were little, or if you never got to go to the park when you were little, going back and trying to do that, getting those cool rocket popsicles from the grocery store, making friendship bracelets, buying an action figure, getting a slip and slide, or watching old cartoons, doing literally anything that younger you would have loved. Because having a relationship with yourself means being familiar and connecting with all parts of yourself, past and present, in my opinion, and working on healing our inner child and connecting with parts of our past and parts of us that we might not be able to recall memories from is I think an opportunity to recreate joy or to create an opportunity for new memories. If you had a difficult childhood or struggle to recall memories from your childhood, there's no reason why we can't recreate those memories today. Take the time to be silly and feel embarrassed and unlock your wildest inner self. I think children really embrace their true selves, but we shut it down. And if we can get back in touch with that part of us, I believe that's a key element to continuing to build a relationship with ourselves and get to know ourselves better. I know I said I was only going to do three three ways, but we're going to do a bonus one really quick. I think a bonus way to start getting to know yourself and empowering yourself is start saying no to things cold turkey. This is our new era and a clean slate to rebuild who we want to be. We don't need to waste any more time doing things for other people that we really just don't care about. Like, I'm not saying, you know, we're never going to do favors for people. I love, I literally love helping people out. I'm just saying we're not going to be doormats anymore. We're not going to be dragging ourselves to every social event um, or to every activity that we literally could care less about. You have the right to say no. You have the right to change your mind. And you deserve to experience joy and the simple pleasures that life has to offer starting right now. And I believe in you that you will be able to start building this new version of yourself and creating opportunity for you to become more in touch with yourself. And it's a process to strip back and unlearn, you know, the way that we are now if if we're not loving how we're living. That will take time and that will take patience and we will need to forgive ourselves because we certainly slip up. 
to this day, I'm, I still do things that I don't really feel comfortable doing or that I don't want to do. And I end up spending time with people who drain me or really upset me. And sometimes we can't get around that. And that's why we use lovely coping skills. But I just really wanted this to be an opportunity for you to hear that you deserve to take back your power and you deserve to take charge of your life and lead it into the direction that you truly desire and into the good direction that you deserve. So we're going to start asking ourselves, are we experiencing joy and pleasure when doing things? We're going to try to increase our knowledge and access to resources, whether that's through reading, podcasts, movies, shows, books, expanding that horizon, looking for inspiration of things that we really might enjoy. And we're going to work on revisiting and healing our inner child and ruling out things that we dislike or bringing in things that we do like and scheduling and creating small moments in our life to do more of those things that bring us joy. And while we're talking about joy, you guys know we end the podcast by thinking of things that we're looking forward to or that are going to be bringing us joy in the upcoming week. And while I share mine with you guys, I challenge you to think of some things as well. I have two very simple but amazing things I'm looking forward to. One, there's an opportunity that Anthony and I will be moving into a new house. We're in temporary housing right now that has certainly served its purpose and we're very grateful that we had somewhere to move from when we came back from Texas, but we are really looking to move to a different area with my new job and just with the changes going on in our life. And so my joys, I really hope that we are the applicant that is picked. It's us and one other person. I'm putting so much good energy and optimistic thoughts towards that. And there's also an opportunity for Anthony and I to do a day trip to the beach coming up. The beach is the number one thing that grounds me and anchors me. And I have really been needing that recently. It's my absolute safe place and a place where Anthony and I just very strongly connect. And he texted me, um, Earlier, just a really funny, cute story. Earlier this week, I was having an atrocious day and I texted Anthony, please send me anything positive that you can. I am really going through it. I was expecting him to send a meme or like a funny cat video. He sent me a copy of our wedding vows. And in our wedding vows, it said something along the lines of, you know, I promise to take you to the beach. (laughs) and I was like hey Anthony we should go to the beach also it's so cute that you sent our vows uh, as a way to cheer me up I called him as soon as I got off work and was like thank you so much we um we crafted our vows and we wrote them ourselves and it was my favorite part of the entire wedding was exchanging vows. I I love that so much. And so that that was joy I experienced later in the week. 
or in the past, whatever. I can't talk. It was it was nice. It was a nice thing that he did. And hopefully we can make it to the beach. So I hope you guys have a few things you can look forward to in the upcoming week. And I love each and every one of you so very much. Thank you always for joining me here time and time again. And I will see you for our next episode. 